Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Years, man, we probably gonna have like eight or nine D1s in the last two, three years. D1 kids, all of them like Clark Slacker, Leo Beef, Makai Richards, all of them come in here and work with me every single day. Everybody else, they, they don't work, they lazy, and they all. And they wonder, and they wonder and they, why and they, they got complaints. Right. I'm like, well, look, do you work as hard as Clark? But no, nah, nah. okay, how you, why are you complaining? Right, right. Well, why do you think Clark's shooting the ball? He's shooting the ball because he's he out here working. And he's out here working. Now, but it's also a trust factor. You you can trust him because you know what he can do and what he can't. You know the, you know his ethics. You know his mechanics. Exactly. You know, So you can help him even if he's in a slump during the game. You can help him get back on track. And the thing is, I love the de- I love the defense because the defense gets them on track. Okay. So it's like it's like in that game you were at. Yeah. Clark was sick as a dog. Like he had the flu. Right. Like he was throwing up all the last two three days. Okay. He threw up in that game. Like I don't even think you realize. So with like three minutes to go in the quarter, they blocked his shot, and then number four started woofing. Okay. Right. Right. Never woof at Clark. <laughs> so Clark looks at him, smiles. Proceeds to drop 12 points over the last three minutes of the game. Then when he put us up like eight or ten, this joker ran out the gym to the bathroom, threw up for like about two minutes, ran back out and finished the game. I mean, that's that's something you can't teach. Last night we're playing the team. They're like second best in the conference in the Valley. And they get to that lead. And then some guy on their team starts getting in Clark's face, clapping. And then in 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 the stands, they start saying, Overrated. That Wait, was it. That man was, that was like, fuel to the fire. Man, that man was twelve or fourteen in the second. <laughs> That's that comes from deep within you when you want to win and you got that will, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and you can't teach that. Mm-hmm. It's time for baseline, the number one podcast for LA prep sports, only on the Believe Network. I'm your host, Parday, and today I sit down with A.J. Moyer. He's been Georgia's Mr. Basketball, plus a standout at the University of Indiana, with a defining shot block on Carlos Boozer during the 2002 NCAA tournament. That block helped preserve the victory and knock off then number one seeded Duke. His career was cut short by a heart ailment, but today we'll talk about the biggest difference that sets apart exceptional players, the heart of a champion, and that's something you can't teach. So get ready as we go baseline to baseline on the number one podcast for L.A. Prep Sports, only on the Believe Network. So, A.J., what do you tell kids who come into your program who are looking for playing time but haven't put in the work? I remember back when I was a kid, mm. just that just wasn't that. You just had to work. And I remember with me when I was a freshman, I was the first freshman to ever play varsity at my high school because okay. it, was, it was a 96 96, you know, you had to play JV or Right, right, grade. right. You know, so they put me on ninth grade. I remember the first day, man, I, I might have just windmilled on somebody. They, <laughs> they put me in JV, and I'm stealing the ball from everybody, and I'm dunking. And yeah. then, 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 like, two days later, they put me they on varsity. varsity. Right. And then, like, two, three weeks later, I'm, like, the captain. It's like I was watching Notorious uh, last okay, night. Okay. And, and Puff Daddy was like, put me in the jungle, and I'm coming out with a right, chin right. Chin, You know what I mean? And, and, and that's how I am. I was like... I'm gonna get it. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it myself. Your belief in yourself must always equate. It must always be more than any belief anyone will have in you. Mm-hmm. I said I love my coaches. 
I had some great coaches. I had a couple, couple loose cannons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> had a couple jokers just didn't know what they were doing. But at the end of the day, I believed in myself more than anyone. Okay. And that's why I was successful. Right, right. Said, you, you must believe in yourself. Yeah. Telling my daughter, having that same conversation, she's in fourth grade. Yeah. So she's nine years oh, old, about to be yeah, 10, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But her thing is always my friends, you know, because one of her, her partners isn't going to be at the game this weekend. Mm -hmm. And so it's like they're Batman and Robin. They're Pippin and Jordan. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, she's not going to be there. So, I'm, you know, what am I going to do? I'm like, well, it's on you. Yeah. She's like, well, maybe I can recruit somebody. I'm like, you don't have to recruit. You, you, it's on you. It, it's hard to get that confidence until you actually go out and put in the situation that you have to hey, do it. So I remember when I was 10, and um, I was having a practice. Uh, I was practicing with East Point, because uh, I'm from East Point, Georgia, okay. south side of Atlanta. Yep, I know where it's it like, at. It was like East Point. Um, I went to Clark. Yeah, I'm an alumni yeah, from Clark. Yeah, okay. Yeah, CAU, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, I was, uh, so I was in the, like the youth league. Right. And I was like, Mom, man, you know, my coach be tripping, man. He don't let, he don't like me. He don't let me yeah. do this. He don't let me do. My mom was like, AJ, let me ask you a question. Are you the first one at practice? I said, no, nah, I'll be about seven or eight. <laughs> he, said, he said, let me ask you something. When practice is over, what do you do? Uh, practice is over, I'll be I'm gone. Out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out, I'm yeah. He said, AJ, listen, you get to practice an hour early at the least. She said, hey, she said, at the least, you stay 45 to an hour after practice and work. If you and do that, that every day, watch what happens. Yeah. And then she said, AJ, is better... My mom used to drop jewels on me all the time, but she said it's better to work to prepare yourself for opportunity and you never get the opportunity than for the opportunity to be there. And you ain't ready. And you're not ready because you're not prepared. Yep. And she said that to me, man, and something clicked. And I just turned to the hardest working dude every every year of my life since then. And every year since then, it's, boom, boom, it's always been a payoff. What have you seen that's different from the players today than when you were coming up? Well, you know, you know, it's just different, you know, because everywhere in the whole um, world, ball's different. So, like, in the South, defensive-oriented, right? The athleticism in the South is, is, not, is no comparison. Like, every, yeah. everyone on my high school team could win me. Right, like, right, right. Like, could win me on like, like crazy. Like, so, but... Shooting the ball, we really didn't shoot it like that. Yeah. Handling the ball, we really didn't handle it like that. But when we went up north, I went up north and played against the Cats like in AAU. Omar Cook and Andre Barrett. Yeah. They ball had Talik Brown. They ball handling Wizards. Right, right. Right? They didn't really shoot it like that. But, man, they could, they, they'd make you fall down. Like, right. I mean, Andre Barrett, he almost broke my ankle <laughs> like at a, a tournament my junior year. And then, um, you know, you go to the Midwest, perfect moving without the ball. Backdoor cutting, coming off of screens, yep. like um, catching, shooting, best shooters in the world. Ball handling-wise, they're not really like that. Then you come out to the West, and that's where you see they, like, offensively, these guys are monsters out yeah, West. Yeah. Like, they can handle it. They can shoot it. They can pass. They can come off screens. Yep. But the thing about the West, they and play no, no defense. defense. Yeah, yeah. They might rebound. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> And that's it. They play no defense, and they might, re and they are soft as all get out. All get out. All get out. Yep, yep, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, sir.
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We used to always tease. I'm from Chicago. Yeah, see, um, so and I love the Midwest. Yeah, yeah but see, now that's a, that's something different. So it's that's a different like, game. That's Midwest Kansas, right? You know this, this, this. Now Midwest Chicago, tough, tough. Uh, man, they they tough. They can smack you in the mouth. Hey, they can handle the ball. Yeah, they can shoot the ball. Like I think, like I'll be honest, I think growing up, like for me, so my dad's family. They're from like Aliquippa in Chicago. Okay. And my mom's family, they from New Orleans. But my dad lived out here in LA. Oh, wow. So I was right. always in those four right, places. Right, right. And I got, because of that, I, I, I got the, 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 the toughness, the, the grit. Yeah, I got the grit and like the dog from the South. Yeah. I got the toughness and the smarts and, 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 and the ability to score in traffic from the Midwest. I got, you know, I got the, the 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 shooting, you know, from from the people in the Midwest, but mainly out here. The, yeah. the one-on-one play, I got it from out here. Okay. And, and you know, from the up north cats, I learned how to handle that ball. So right. it, it was it was it was you got it a was, good mix. It's a good mix. Yeah, absolutely. I promise you, I didn't have a jump shot till I was like sixteen <laughs> because. All I did is hoop outside. Yeah, yeah. So I'm play, I'm shooting on rims that's ten foot three. I'm hooping, yep, I'm hooping yep. on rims that's nine six. <laughs> I'm, I'm hooping on rims where, where the wind's just blowing crazy. It's exactly. snowing. It's it, raining. That's what I'm saying. So, so you yeah. got to develop other parts yeah, of your it, game, it, man. It, it took a little minute, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yo, if you like what you're hearing, follow me on Twitter at pb underscore baseline, and please subscribe. This is the number one podcast for LA prep sports. I'm your host, Parday, and we're talking with the legendary A.J. Moyer. If you're interested in a private session with him, hit him up at A.J. at M-A-M-B-A-S-A dot com. That's A.J. at Mambasa dot com. Or text him at 818-661-7416. Let's get back to the action. What do you think is the biggest challenge for the kids today? Today, man... Here's the, it's our society, right? We have a culture of, of instant glorification and overanalyzation. It's, it's very hard to get, it's very hard to get kids to buy in to a belief system because they just well, everybody's got their own yeah, thing, got, got their, their own, own truth, thing. right? Their own truism. Yeah. In high school basketball, I can't, I can't agree with this. I feel that there's too much hands-on. It's not about executing all of this, all of this. Well, what we do and what I've always done, and it's why I have, if you look at modern day Sierra Kane, and, and then it's us mm-hmm, in terms mm-hmm. of D1 players in right, the past right. three years. Because, and we don't have what they have. You know, they're private schools. They have this, they have this. I'm just a guy with one raggedy gym. <laughs> and it's me in there training everybody because yeah. it's, it's, it's a mentality and we give our players freedom. We, we, I teach them skills. We run good sets. But they also have the freedom to create and do it. I think that's what's important. What they want. I think yeah. that's what gives the players. But you must do that to high school kids because we don't know what these kids may be. Right. Like right. When we when we write them off and say, "Hey, you just stand in the corner and shoot threes. Hey, you only shoot from the elbow. Hey, you don't dribble and pass. And if you do that, it limits them from it, growing. It limits them from growing. And so my thing is, in high school, it's never been about championships, right? And, and, and I was blessed. Like, I won 33 in O state championship. I won uh, 50-something games in a row before I lost. Like, I won this. I won that. But I got it 
because of the work that I put in. Yep. And so that's all I do. I just make sure my kids put in the work. And my end goal is to help every kid that wants to go to college. I help them all go to college and play ball. And that's, and that's it. I don't right. really care about if we if we win. I don't, if we win 25 games, cool. We win 30 games, cool. We go 15 and 15, cool. I'm just trying to help the kids. That's what's important. That's yeah. the mo- that's the most important thing, yeah. right? As a yeah. teacher, as a coach, yeah. you want to help them but I, be, go beyond. I think the reason why most people coach is like they feel like, man, I could have been great in high school or I would have been this if something would have been that. But the yeah, coaches, they get these egos, right? But, man, you're just high school coaches, man. Calm down. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it's like with me, as I played on every yeah, level. Yeah. So – it's not a big deal to me. It's just a, it's just a high school game. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so it's like, I'm going to let them play, you know? Again, they want to put too much of themselves into the game. Yeah, it's not about that. It's not about them. But you got to let the player come into their own. Yeah. And I think the high school stage is the biggest opportunity for that to happen. Yeah. Do you think that's why the AAU is so successful? Like, when I was a kid, it was successful because there was, like, four to six high school AAU teams in the state. Yeah, right. You had to be invited. When I, when I was like a junior, but when I was like in eighth grade, it was yeah. like two, two, right, right, one or two. You had a Nike team, you had a Adidas yeah. team. Yeah, that right? was it. And that was it. That was so it. You had to be like you had ridiculous. to be invited. You had to be yeah, super yeah, yeah, cold. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, to yeah. play. But now that it's like it's so many teams. Like in, even in this area, in this area alone, there's probably like ten teams. Okay. All right. So it's like right. It's like there might be seven hundred AAU teams in California. Woo. So, you know, if, if, if you do that and you do the math, it's, 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 it's so much AAU. And so the thing is, yeah, AAU is help, helpful when you have a coach that understands that it's not about him. It's about players and it's about helping players. But most of the time, it's about padding their wallets. Yeah, right. So you got right. these programs that have like 10 teams. They got 15 kids on every team. And the kids is out there running around, traveling, throwing up stuff. So And they ain't learning. So, but that's only like, that's probably like 70% of them, though. Okay. So like 30% of the AAU really teams good. are good. They're okay. really good. And so I like what Nike's was Nike's done and what Adidas has done and Unarmor's done with having those leagues where they got the best players in right, the country right. playing against each other. That's good. Because you know that the learning structure. They're learning how to play, how to compete with other players with talent. This is Baseline. I'm your host, Pardain, and you're tuned into the number one podcast for prep sports. This week, Oak Park jumped up to number seven and will continue to roll through their league and keep climbing. I mean, what's the outlook for Oak Park? We could definitely contend for the CIF. Because, I mean, with Clark Schlacker, man, that's a lot. And then we have three bigs. Like, right. we have something that most people don't. Like, most people don't have one guy, six, seven, six, eight. We got three of them. <laughs> so, you got six, nine, six, seven, six, seven. So, we're good there. Um, now, we got we got our, uh, uh, our second leading scorer from last year. Right. He just came back. Jack right. Zow. He just first game was last night. So now he plays with no uh, restrictions or limitations next game. And then we got Isaiah Williams, uh, sophomore, uh, at transferred in. And he's, he's unbelievable. He's a point guard, does a lot of things. So we're, we're, we're really deep. 
and we can be as good as we we, we, we want. Okay. But uh, the next year is going to be different because, you know, me and Coach are joking. Like, but the other day, this is the first time in ten years we didn't have a slacker brother. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we had JD, then we had West, and we had West and Clark for two years, and then Clark's graduated. Right. So it's going to be the first time, you know. Wow. We 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 don't have like uh, a core guy. Yep. But I'm telling you, next year our team's gonna be scary good. We'll be young, right? But we'll be we'll be good. But that'll be good. So yeah. then y'all groom for the next you know yeah. next four years. And we have some we have some really good players, uh, a really good player on JV, and we got some good players on Frost. That you guys have been grooming. Yeah, we got, we got like so at our school we, we we always work, and everyone understands that. Hey, I gotta work if I'm gonna. Play. If I'm going to eat. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You don't you don't work, you don't eat at our schools. So <laughs> Coaching isn't about trying to relive your glory days. It's about teaching the game and putting players in the best position that allows them to flourish on and off the court. Attitude, toughness, resiliency, and a great work ethic are things that you can't teach, but they are the things that will define exceptional players. Until next time, this is Baseline, and I'm your host, Parday. Peace out. One. Two, three, ho! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.